Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I look back on NXT. Not just from last night, but also stand and deliver from WrestleMania weekend. And the ramifications of what are we going to see from Tommaso Ciampa moving forward in his future with NXT or the WWE? And could we possibly see him somewhere else? Also, could there be some call-ups from NXT to the main roster? We shall see. Also, we look back at a great main event from Gunther and Braun Breaker. Also, it's Tony time. We speak to AEW owner and president, Tony Khan, right now on the Busted Open podcast. We got to get into NXT. And first and foremost, got to get into, before we get into NXT from last night, got to talk a little bit about NXT Stand and Deliver, which took place when our roast was taking place on Saturday. We had over a thousand fans, Tommy at our busted open party on Saturday. And I wasn't sure if there was going to be a lot of fans that were going to check out NXT stand and deliver on Saturday, early afternoon. But judging from what I watched on Peacock last night, Tommy, that was a pretty full crowd. That arena looked packed for NXT stand and deliver on Saturday. Yes, and maybe the nation could tell me, did they sell tickets for that or was it a freebie? Um, hopefully it was a ticket seller. Uh, from I, I have not seen all of it. I watched NXT last night. I loved NXT last night. A few, uh, as Bully likes to say, tightening the screws needs to happen, uh, and I'll get into that, but it felt like we were taking a step towards the loved black and gold with this new brand where it felt like it was special. Everything going forward to that event felt like it was a big time moment and it worked. It worked for the show. uh, And it worked for, like you said, everybody that was there looked like it was great. And then the follow-up show was even better when I'm going to say tightening up the screws, they did specifically, uh, there's this microphone that's real close to the ring and there's too much conversation between wrestlers and I'm hearing it Yes, and I'm hearing it a lot. Yes. And you have to 
have to stop with that friggin' microphone. Um, that's number one. Number two, I'm seeing less and less of selling people's finishes. After they get hit, they kind of jump up or they make reactions and they make faces. If you're trying to get your company over and your talent over, it's their finishers and how the people selling them are going to continue to get them over. And I'm talking about for the next generation of uh, wrestlers. And I'm not going to talk about, you know, some botched spots because, hey, that happens across the board. But those are two things that stood out on an incredible, amazing show that was NXT uh, last night. <clears throat> they also did something that was super duper cool, Dave, that kind of said it made sense. Like, cause if you think about it, Braun Breaker, Dolph, uh, should Braun Breaker get a match on raw? No, he lost, but he got the match. And then on Tuesday, he explained it. Yeah. And then yes, would I have, I'd like to have, advertised Gunther versus Braun Breaker? Absolutely, I would have. If I'm promoting it or trying to go for a, a rating and wait for that big-ass match. But I think, that, and when I say this to everybody who's listening on this show, there's always other things that are going on behind the scenes that we don't know about it. And I feel like either Gunther is probably going to get called up rapidly, and that's why they had to get you know, him up and done. I could be wrong. There could be other things behind the scenes, but even like when we had Samoa Joe on the, this phone on, on the show, when he was uh, co-hosting with us, we literally asked him, he goes, Oh, I got COVID and they took the title off me, Yeah, you know? And it was, it was that simple, but everyone was just like, Oh, he's got a concussion. He's this, he's that. We finally got that answer real quick, but I feel there's other things going on behind the scenes, why that match happened. But, a solid, solid show. They moved uh, forward nicely with uh, storylines to make me want to watch again next week. And I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the action. Uh, I love the behind-the-scenes interviews. They look different. They look like they're being shot with a different camera. And, and I love the whole flow of the shows. But those two main things of, you know, whatever this one microphone, it's in your left corner. I'm hearing everything. And as a fan, you don't want your fans uh, to hear it. And if that's an audio problem uh, that continues, then I'd fire my audio guy as well as got to sell finishes. That's how uh, it becomes real. Uh, a lot, a lot from what you just said there when it comes to NXT. First of all, I agree with you. I thought that was one of the best episodes of NXT 2.0, if not the best, since they started with this new brand. I thought last night's show was excellent. But a lot from what you just said, first of all, the call-ups. And I was having this conversation with Paul, our new producer, before the show. I think we kind of have to look at that Raw after WrestleMania a little bit differently than we have in the past. If you look back over the last couple of years, we're not getting that Raw after WrestleMania like we used to. That's when we'd get the surprises. That's when we get the call-ups from NXT. We haven't gotten that recently. This past Monday was an example of it because I do feel from what we saw last night, that was the last night on NXT for a few different wrestlers, and we'll get into that in a second. Marcel and Fabian breaking up Imperium. Um, listen, I think that's the end of Imperium 
because I do think that Gunther is going to get moved up to the main roster. And listen, Marcel and Fabian, you know how much I love them. I was actually having Mm -hmm. a a in-length conversation with Paul, our producer, about Marcel and Fabian. I think they're broken up, Tommy, and I think the Imperium, after what we watched, watched last night, is no more. I would agree. He walked out. Yeah, he walked out. So it's going to be, and I think I think Gunther is getting moved to the main roster. I also think after last night, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are moving up to the main roster. There should, if I'm, listen, I'm not in charge of WWE. Uh, it's easy to know if you look at this like baseball, uh, you have a farm team. Sometimes when people get hurt, they call up people right away. However, in wrestling, you should be able to say, finish this guy up in two weeks because or girl, because we're calling them up and get the most out of them. Not just like, hey, they're here and then they're, you know, no longer. Yeah. Everybody needs a fair. Dave, there's one thing that you could totally tell when Dolph wrestled Braun on Raw, different atmosphere. Mm hmm. And a lot of what Dolph was talking about with, you know, hey, you're here in Orlando. Uh, You're a big star here. You weren't a big star on the main stage yet. You can hear that. And there's nothing against Braun Breaker, but not everybody watches every every show. That's true. Just that with even within the WWE universe. So it's you have to. I feel if you're going to do things like that. it's right. It's the old school territory. Give your two weeks notice because in two, nothing is going to change unless they're going to put the title. They're going to do Roman Reigns versus Braun breaker uh, in a couple of weeks, but nothing's going to change for any talents. No life changing call-ups will happen uh, within that. Couldn't wait for two weeks. And that's old school territory. Give us our two weeks. Let us find the best way to write this talent out. And we'll do it. Trust me. I've done it in impact recently about five times. I think, I think it's important. I think it's also important for the survival of the show. And some of the other things that you mentioned, Tommy, that I I definitely want to comment on. You mentioned about the explanation, like with, with Gunther and Braun Breaker Uh, on yesterday's show, I was screaming. I was going with, for another LaGreca rant yesterday because of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley lost their championship opportunity at WrestleMania. They had a non-title match on Monday against Sasha and Naomi and lost. And then they announced that they're having a championship match next week on Raw. Like, I'm sorry. But, you know, if you want me to buy into the championship titles, you want me to buy into wins and losses, there's got to be some sort of explanation how a team who lost two matches, won a championship opportunity, won a non-title match, all of a sudden gets a title match next week on Monday Night Raw. They had actually called that match something. Oh, they call it a something qualifier. Uh, like, going uh, into it, the non-title match. Yeah, it was like a, cont- when, a contender's qualifying match. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get. I thought with Sasha and, and Naomi were coming out, they were going to be uh, at the announce table. And then when they wrestled, I go, wait, they just beat everybody in yeah. this match. Why are they doing it again? 
th those are, listen, I get it. And it's hard. And when your, your roster isn't as deep, especially as in the women's tag division, you need to do certain things, but, and you don't want to beat Sasha and Naomi right off the bat, but I'm like, then don't do the match. Then don't do the match. And that's why I really think Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are moving up to the main roster because let's, let's face it, Tommy, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley do not have a strong shelf life. I mean, they are, looks like they're going to break up, probably going to break up on Monday when they lose again to, to Sasha and Naomi on Monday Night Raw. And then what we just saw with Carmella and Zelina Vega. Listen, if you're going to have two stars, and I, I, I say this with, in bold letters, stars, and Sasha Banks and Naomi, Tommy, are stars. If you're going to put tag titles on stars, then you got to build some kind of tag team division for them to go up. Because if you're putting tag titles on them, Listen, those are two legit stars that could be main eventers in your singles division. So if you're going to put titles on them, you got to build a strong tag team division for them to go up against. Yes, and it's, I mean, it's not hard to do. You know, you have your two women on each brand uh, as the champions, and this is a tag title that jumps across both Raw and SmackDown. So you can have a Raw contender, you can have a SmackDown contender and you know it, it's not that hard to do unless you don't have the depth and if you don't have that depth which at times we saw that they didn't that's why they had to bring in so many for the royal rumble then you just really got to start pushing one tag team versus another and everyone they're just kind of filler because I, I, yeah it's or or you got to get rid of the titles and they're not going to get rid of the titles. No. Then, so, then, if, you're, big... if you're not, then, then make them mean something, Tommy. You're 100% right. If you're going to do it and you're going to put those titles on two stars, then make those titles mean something. After what I watched on Monday night, I got to be honest with you, the credibility of those titles lost a little bit of luster. Uh, you also mentioned communication. And you mentioned, like, the sound guy. Let's call him Sam the sound guy, okay? okay. Whoever's in charge of the boom mic for NXT. Let's call him Sam, all right? I never want to see anybody lose their jobs except for Sam. Whoever is running the sound on NXT, somebody needs to put him in a room, beat the shit out of him, or fire him. Because I got to be honest with you, Tommy, one of the reasons why NXT is a tough watch is because I hear what the wrestlers are saying to one another. That is fucking ridiculous. Come on. And, and, and you know what? Could you, when you're talking, could you at least lower your head? Do I need to not only hear it, but physically see your lips move? Can you at least hide it somehow, some way? Dear God, what the hell is going on with that? I'm watching, I'm like, Mike, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're talking to one another. Um, listen, I'm in full greens. I will give a, a I love the tag match last night and shout out to uh toxic attraction for winning mm -hmm. the titles again but man yes. that was they had the people this is what we're talking about when it's on the main roster the tag titles in nxt mean something and yes the people get into quality wrestling 
and all four women busted their asses to make that match something, to make those titles something. And, and that group of toxic attraction is getting so, so over. And they have all the gold or all the titles. It's just super cool. And it means something when they lose as well as it means something when they win. And they did a great, great job in that match of beating top act as well as cheating or taking advantage of the referee, not watching with the clip of the knee and then still hitting their finish. And they were, they were over and they were awesome. It was such a good match. And it's, it's, wow, they're the champs. And I know why, just like Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose, who probably got called up too soon and is shining so bright in NXT where she is a friggin' star. I'm like, wow, that's the type of person I want to invest in. Same with Adolph Ziggler. Think of how much more Adolph Ziggler meant to NXT. And I don't think he might, you know, we'll be back. But think of how much more he meant to that brand. It was like he gave it a nice shot in the arm that it needed. And, you know, then he goes back to Raw. And I, I actually think he has, he's a, like, you know, when you get older, you uh, get allergies. Uh, you attract allergies when you get yes. older. And I think he's allergic to winning on Raw. I really think that happens. So. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, he did some winning and had gold on NXT. So, uh, That's Tuesday. Again- yeah, that's Tuesdays. And that's and, and and finally Braun Breaker, you're right, he's a star. He's the future. Uh there's no flaws. I, I got to talk I I was interested to hear what he was going to do cuz I knew they were going to start the show with him after winning that NXT championship and he did not disappoint. I thought a very good promo to start and I thought a cool ending to NXT with Rick Steiner. I thought that was pretty awesome and well done. I agree. And I'm the biggest uh, Rick and Scott Steiner. I love those two guys. And that ending of my, my father has being captured. I would love if Rick would have yelled, avenge me boy. <laughs> and then uh, with Gacy, I would have said if this old, if we could teach this uh, old dog face gremlin, new tricks yes that was my only addition to that throwback but man it was great and that's a sports entertainment part of it you see the super physical match between the two of uh walter uh, i'm sorry gunther and uh braun breaker and then you have the the continuation and it's like oh crap that's his dad and you saw an emotional moment uh with him going into the hall of fame with his father and his uncle they told that story on Tuesday as well. And then the show ends with Rick uh, being captured. Great, great, great. Great. And then I, I really do think Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are moving up. I think Gunther is moving up. And I'm really worried about two of my favorites, Marcel and Fabian, and what their future is going to be either on NXT or on the main roster. Last night, I would also like to state that wacky finish they did with Dexter Loomis and... The other guy was a finish that uh, didn't work out so, so well. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about Dexter Loomis and his future with NXT. Um, this 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 feud's not really catching, and I'm, I'm a little... Loomis was awesome on the black and gold brand, but since it was Duke Hudson. Uh, but, and I'm, you know, I haven't really seen a lot from him, but I'm a little nervous about the future of Dexter Loomis. 
Hey, Dexter Loomis uh, and Johnny Gargano, I said this, they had the, they could have been the, the best version or something of the uh, Brian Danielson Kane uh, hell yep. no tag team. They have it. That guy has it. And all he needs is better creative or just because he wrestled on that black and gold brand doesn't mean that he has, you know, no value. He could be a big star on the main brand as well as just, he's a character. And I've said this so many times, characters or gimmicks that can work can last forever. And he's somebody who, or even, you know, you, you think about, we just lost one of the greatest characters in the undertaker where I say lost, he's not going to wrestle again, but you, you see all the stuff that, led to him you have that with dexter loomis you have this all-star guy who's sitting in your own company as a character who could be like a cane i just watched wwe evil and you talked about a cane you just need to put some good stuff behind him because the people believe in it yeah and when you have the people who believe in a gimmick or a character there is just print your money as a heel or as a babyface. think of how the undertaker came in much different character than as the guy who went out and you have that somebody in your developmental system already. I completely agree. And that Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano, like that storyline that, that could have played on the main roster and it would have fit perfectly. So hopefully there is a, a future for Dexter Loomis on the main roster. Champa, uh, stand and deliver embraced by triple H on the stage. What's next for Tommaso Champa? I think the next time we'll be talking about Tommaso Ciampa when he will debut in AEW or Ring of Honor. Uh, I think he's done. I think another member of that black and gold is gone. And, uh, you know, he had a great, great career. I'm the biggest Tommaso Ciampa fan. He knows that. I love the guy. And he gave everything, his promos. He got so much better within that system, became the star that uh, I guess we had always hoped he would be. And, you know, there's other, the world is his if he decides whatever his next move will be. And that really was, I think, a clo- not moving on to a next chapter. Tommy, that's the closing of the book. That moment when Champa is hugging Triple H, because Champa, if you look at the greatest feud ever in NXT, to me, it was Gargano and Champa. If you look at a guy that was, you know, bled black and gold. It was Champa. That was the guy that never wanted to leave. He loved that brand so much. To see that embrace, it brought a little bit of a tear to my eye because Champa, you know, now possibly moving on. Gargano is gone. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Samoa Joe. Like everybody that was the foundation of that black and gold NXT is now gone. I would have had Gargano walk out as well and just shake his hand and just hug and just get a nice embrace of two guys who literally carried that company on its back for a long, long time. Uh, he was in the area. Yeah, I would have just was. done that specifically for that moment because, you know, this is all about moments and saying goodbye is as important as saying hello. I'm sure we will see him again wrestling, but I don't think under the WWE banner. That black and gold gave us so many moments and memories. And on and Tommy, so many filled 
arenas so many times those takeovers actually out outshined the main roster pay-per-view so thanks to everybody who gave us those moments and memories because believe me they are going to last a lifetime uh tommy when we come back something else that was brought back this past weekend at wrestlemania was ring of honor and tony khan's gonna join us at 11 30 but we got to talk about that ROH Supercard, and what took place on Friday night. We'll do that when Tommy and I are back in just 60 seconds right here on Busted Open. Hey, everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. AEW owner and president, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you? I'm great, and boy... Do we have an explosive dynamite in store tonight on TBS? 
I'm so excited about tonight's card. We have a loaded lineup. Uh, I, I'm really fired up. I think it's kind of like a pay-per-view card, honestly, uh, on TNT. And I think we use that expression sometimes, but it really applies tonight uh, with such a strong card from top to bottom. Uh, and I think it's a really special night when you have a big main event match like Young Bucks versus FTR for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles and the AAA Tag Team Titles. Uh, it's a tag match we've really been looking forward to for a very long time. Uh, and I think we could probably just spend the whole show talking about that one match. <laughs> but, it, uh, you know, really since Full Gear 2020, you know, it's been about 18 months since those teams had that one great tag team match uh, where Young Bucks first won the championship and so much has changed since Full Gear 2020. Uh, it's a match we've been looking forward to, a rematch really, for so long. And uh, I know both of you guys are excited about Young Bucks versus FTR in the main event tonight. I am. And I got to go back to what took place on Friday at Supercard of Honor. And by the way, Tony, amazing show. You know, you promoted it here and we talked about it a lot leading up to what we saw over the weekend, but it delivered and it even over delivered, especially in one match in particular that have ramifications of what we're going to see tonight. But, and I was just telling Tommy here on the air for that show to open, uh, to see Paul Turner as a referee in a ring of honor ring again, uh, Bobby Cruz as your ring announcer, uh, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman on commentary, uh, as a, a lifelong ring of honor fan, uh, that was a pretty special moment on Friday night. That's awesome. I'm really glad you felt that way. Um, I, I think everybody you named did an awesome job. It was my first time working with some of those folks. Obviously, I've worked a lot with Paul Turner. Paul Turner has never missed an AEW show, so I've done uh, a couple hundred shows total with Paul Turner. Um, but Bobby Cruz and Ian and Caprice, I enjoyed working with all of them. Uh, in particular, Ian and Caprice, uh, that was my first time doing a whole show with them. I thought Bobby did a great show, too. But, uh, you know, and, and I do interact a little bit with the ring announcer throughout the show. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that come up, especially the first time we all do a show together as a crew. So I thought Bobby did tremendous. But I interact a lot with Ian and Caprice uh, and whoever is calling the show. And, and that was my first time really working with the two of them. And I thought they did a great job. Uh, and And... A great night of pro wrestling, uh, and a lot of things happened uh, that will influence tonight's show. Uh, the first thing I think we let off with, without touching on anything else, really, is this huge tag team main event that we have. I think Young Bucks versus FTR, it's a rivalry that goes back even before uh, AEW, really. Uh, two tag teams that have been building a match between each other for years, even when uh, on opposite sides of the professional fence. Uh, and the match they had with each other at Full Gear 2020, I thought it was a classic. Uh, it took place in front of a 25% capacity crowd during the pandemic. We had a Daly's Place, which holds a, a little over 5,000 people, and we had about 1,300 fans there for Full Gear. And at the time, I, you know, I think I said this before to you guys, it felt like the crowd of 1,300 to us was like 13,000 or more mm -hmm. because at that time, nobody in the world really had a big crowd. We were the only wrestling show that had cheering fans in attendance, 
and they added a lot to the match, and the match itself was just absolute great back-and-forth tag team match, just teams throwing bombs at each other, awesome, awesome back-and-forth tag team matchup, and I thought the crowd added a lot to it, and tonight, things have happened since the match. I feel like we could talk about how both teams have come, you know, not exactly full circle, almost this thing's done a 180 since the last match. And I really believe uh, we were so appreciative of the 1,300 fans in attendance at full gear a year and a half ago. Uh, having the building at 25%, like I said, it was a big deal to have any fans back then. Yeah. Now tonight we're back full capacity, and we have a sellout crowd in Boston uh, the energy in the building is going to be insane tonight, and I just think that this is going to be one of those really special nights of pro wrestling. And uh, you know, if you if you love the wrestling business, I think you might love tonight's show because uh, there's just so much great stuff. And uh, Young Bucks FTR, like I said, I bet we could do a whole show on guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know how much I love tag team wrestling, and, and that match uh, I know will deliver but the expectations of that match. Cause it's like, I know those guys want to top the matches that they have. They want to steal the show. And I mean, I'm like you said, that was an, a great thing about AEW. That was a dream match that you never thought would ever happen where guys legit did not like each other across platforms. And the bucks did that a lot where they use their social media to kind of like either defend themselves or, Kind of just go at it. And those two guys, it's, I like to call it a wrestling purist and a purist and tag team. And it's just, I'm looking at this entire card and you said, you know, it, it's, it's a pay-per-view worthy giving away free tonight on dynamite. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that. And you know, our fans deserve it. I think we try to set a high standard on Wednesday nights and pro wrestling fans really stepped up in a major way for us this week. Um, for Ring of Honor to debut the way it did, I I won't have full figures back yet, but I think it's you know maybe even stronger than some of the preliminary reports I've seen. Uh, I know that Fight TV alone we've picked up you know over fifteen thousand buys, and uh, that's just on Fight TV. And when we get the cable and satellite data back, I think that'll also be really strong, and it's shaping up to be one of Ring of Honor's. Uh, all-time highest shows. So um, I saw some reports out that the show prelim numbers were very good, and I think they're even better than very good. Uh, You know, in the over-20-year history of Ring of Honor shows, this will be one of their highest-grossing shows. Uh, So it's all thanks to the amazing fans, and I think a lot of people put their trust in us to do a great Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and Certainly from the feedback I've gotten, the fans seem to really enjoy Supercard on Friday night. And you, uh, as you said, you told people to make sure they tuned in because you had something special and you talk about something special. Samoa Joe, Samoa! Uh, Yeah, well, you know, I I knew it would be a special show and, man, Briscoe's FTR was a special match. You know, FTR coming to the uh, this evening is the champion's after they won that great, great match with the Briscoes, that was another dream match we'd been waiting for, similar to the original FTR versus Young Bucks match, a match that 
had been built up on social media, two teams that had never been in the ring together before until they came into the same promotion. And I, I really was excited for that match for a long time, and I think it helped us draw a lot of attention in to Ring of Honor and, and Supercard itself. And that attention we were able to leverage into big matches, big night on pay-per-view. Uh, again, um, some of the best numbers Ring of Honor has done. And what was really awesome to see, uh, I thought, was the big interest then in the main event of Gresham versus Bandito. It was a great, great match with Gresham retaining the title. And the scenario that played out afterwards, we saw Jay Lethal and Lee Moriarty. Uh, it was a great match earlier in the evening. And Jay Lethal had said on AEW Rampage a week earlier uh, he's been in the ring with some of the best in AEW. He's got a very good record in AEW. And the only matches he hasn't been able to close out and win were against some of the top wrestlers who are not afraid to take shortcuts to win matches. Specifically, if you watch his match against Adam Cole, Adam Cole took the ultimate shortcut and used a low blow uh, behind the referee's back. And uh, when the ring apron had gotten pulled apart during the chaos and intensity of that stretch of near falls and exciting moves uh, near the end of the match of Moriarty versus Lethal, you saw Lethal took that shortcut himself, yep. and he was able to beat Moriarty. Uh, and after the match, you know, Lethal showed us, I think, a little bit of his true colors and um, how he's going to be conducting himself. It set up a post-match with Gresham's longtime mentor, Lethal, coming out. Uh, and a very interesting situation because, again, they're longtime tag team partners, and it was actually against Lethal that Gresham really broke through and legitimized himself as a great champion. And, of course, when uh, Lethal then challenged him to a championship uh, match, got in his face, Gresham let it be known he didn't like how Lethal had been conducting himself that night. Uh, we saw... Lethal bring in a new manager, and it wasn't somebody we expected. Sanjay Dutt hit the ring, and uh, they took out Gresham, and we saw Lee Moriarty come out and try and make things right for what happened earlier in the night, and you know, he also got taken out two-on-one after uh, standing up for himself, and it was very fitting, I thought, and very true to Ring of Honor and the stories of Ring of Honor, that the person who came out uh, to put Lethal in his place and to end the night was Samoa Joe. And looking at the history between Samoa Joe and Jay Lethal, much like Jay Lethal gave that legitimacy to Lee Moriarty at the end of Death Before Dishonor and uh, gave that legitimacy to uh, Gresham at Final Battle, it was Samoa Joe uh, who was such an important part of Jay Lethal's career and, and forming uh, his identity as a pro wrestler. So it was a very exciting end, and also if you're a, a fan of Ring of Honor, uh, I really thought there was something there for the hardcore fans, which is what the pay-per-view was intended to service. So, uh, you know, the return of Samoa Joe at the end of uh, uh, ROH Supercard was a huge surprise, a great moment, and now it leads us into Samoa Joe coming to AEW, and he said at the end of Supercard, he has a lot of goals in pro wrestling. 
He wants to be the AEW champion. He wants to be the Ring of Honor champion. And he wants to come in and win the Owen Hart Cup tournament. And he's starting out in a hot match tonight against one of Dave LaGreca's favorite pro wrestlers, Max Caster, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, this is going to be exciting tonight, Tommy, just to see those tournament matches. And again, Samoa Joe, Max Caster in that first qualifying match for the Owen Hart Foundation men's tournament uh, and being Samoa Joe's AEW debut. And again, this is another one of those wrestlers, Tony, that a year and a half ago, I would thought you were crazy by mentioning that name and another great debut. And I can't wait for that matchup tonight on Dynamite. So a, a, a huge, huge card tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS. Absolutely stack card. Uh, and we'll hear from Eddie Kingston tonight, along with Santana and Ortiz. Uh, I'm excited for that. There's a lot to look forward to. Uh, always excited when we get to see Eddie and hear from Eddie. That's a big deal. Uh, a lot of things happening. Uh, you know, we had a great AEW Rampage last week also. Great matches on that card. Of course, Jamie Hayter qualified for the Owen Hart Cup tournament uh, with a big win over Sky Blue. Young Bucks versus Top Flight was an outstanding match. Uh, Young Bucks were pretty busy on Friday night. And another fellow who was pretty busy on Friday night was Swerve Strickland, who had a great match opening up Ring of Honor Supercard with a win over Alex Zane. And then on Rampage, his presence felt at the end of the awesome powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee made event. Uh, that's a, a situation to keep an eye on. Of course, Swerve and Ricky Starks following up on their great Rampage main event got involved. It was a wild scene to end the show, and powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks ended up uh, dominating the end of the show after Keith Lee uh, versus Hobbs was a tremendous, great main event match that helped us draw uh, a nice rating. And I'll tell you guys this before we close out. Not only is Dynamite going to be stacked, I'm really going to get back to my ruthless roots with Rampage. And I'll talk to you guys about that soon. Uh, We're going to stack up Rampage 2 this week. and it's going to be a big week of wrestling for us. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Again, Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, TBS, AEW Dynamite. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting you're working hard real hard and you're thirsty you need vitamins nutrients for peak performance and energy and your plants do too Aww. i mean just look at the little guy water soluble plant food from miracle grow is full of essential nutrients just a little scoop into your watering can and boom instant feeding and bigger more beautiful plants it's kind of like a sports drink for your plants you may have to suffer from heat but your plants do not the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.